We're back. It's been a it's been a long hiatus. We've got a we got the reunion tour back on the road. This is one last farewell tour. The final, the very last. <laughs> it's the Guns N' Roses 18th tour finale. We're taking over John, Johnny Farnham. We're going to do the most reunion farewell tours ever. I don't think we could even try and beat that record, to be honest. I don't think I've ever been alive when Johnny Farnham wasn't doing a farewell tour. <laughs> it's like Bob Dylan, where they're just going to tour until they eventually die. And mm, I mean, Bob Dylan's not going to die. Yeah, it's, you're right. Yeah, man is immortal. Yeah. Wonder if, wonder if it's because he releases so much music. If he's like, he's got dozens of albums, like yeah. more than one dozen albums. That's a lot. Yeah. The music is keeping him I, alive. Yeah. I feel like he's he's given himself some goals, set some smart goals, which I mean. I wouldn't say they're smart goals. For most people, that would be unachievable. For me to record an album, that's unachievable. Oh, I mean, oh, I shouldn't talk to myself like that. <laughs> we need some positive, uh, positive thoughts here. That's that's my New Year's resolution to record an album, maybe an EP. Good vibes only here, Dave. I've got to learn a lot of instruments. <laughs> if you haven't realised, this is James and Dave for Static. We're back. We're back, baby. Uh, this has <laughs> been months. <laughs> We're so so out of practice. This, we're back on the bicycle. The bike's a bit rusty. It's like we've left it out in the rain and then a <laughs> pandemic has hit the bicycle and bicycles oh, now man. can catch COVID and the bi- we're now riding the bicycle I'm again. So it is, a, <laughs> it is a cooked bicycle at this point. I'm kind of glad that we didn't, we didn't keep the podcast going through the pandemic because I feel like a lot of people had some time off and then started up a podcast because they had nothing to do so I, I feel like the, the market's a bit saturated we're not one of those hacks no, we no. had a podcast before there were <laughs> <laughs> we are two white guys with a podcast no way never heard of that book all, all these podcasts have those same names like two two something and a something like yeah two two guys with a podcast oh just two people we're just two men and Which, we have we, we've bought audio equipment and we're talking into them. Two men and a basic sound setup. Yeah. But like, people get away with that a lot. It's, it's always something a little bit cheeky. Mm. Like, oh, that podcast. Oh, we're going to call, call ourselves that podcast. So when people say, have you listened to that podcast? The person goes, what do you mean? Which one? Yeah. It's, it's a- like uh, the band Brand New. They're impossible oh. to find unless, you know, oh. you're, you're looking for some like real underground emo stuff from the Midwest of uh, the US. Because <laughs> if you look up, if you look up brand new music, yeah, you'll get the top 40, which is the exact <laughs> opposite of brand new. Exactly. Yeah. Or you search brand new band and it'll come up with some like article on <laughs> the top 10 brand new bands that you need to watch out for. <laughs> Although I, I was trying to find Christmas presents the other day. <laughs> this is this has been recorded on uh, what December twenty first, and I'm I'm openly admitting that I was only just trying to find Christmas presents the other day. <laughs> I've been a very busy man. It's, it's so sexist trying to find Christmas presents. You search um, Christmas presents for your mum, and it immediately comes up with, "Have you tried sewing and knitting oh, and yo, uh, yo. Uh, baking trays and things like that?" You're like, "That yeah. is the most sexist result you could have given me." The algorithm is definitely trying to keep those traditional gender roles. Yeah. There's no no branching out. Oh, maybe get your mum some motocross gear. No. Keep 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 her in the in the butter churning kitchen doing some old timey stuff. We don't want feminism. We we need to, you know, break these rules because there's a good movement towards breaking these stereotypes. Yeah. But then you suddenly search for, you know, a very vague term like I did, you know, presents for mum. 
Hmm. And it immediately pulls you back into the world of stereotypes and uh, patriarchy. Yeah. And I wonder if that's based on results. So I wonder if like people who have searched for presents for mum are just getting sewing kits and baking kits. Because if yeah. you add another search term into the you know general what best gifts for mum Google search, if you put in like best tech gifts or best gadget gifts for mum, totally like, you know, those big media outlets will come up. But they have really good gifts on them, like, you know, these new but- um, gadgets and smartwatches and things like that. You, you totally just coined a new term and you let it, you didn't Did even acknowledge it. <laughs> new butte? That's amazing. Not you butte, not new, but new butte. <laughs> I didn't even realize. That was amazing. Oh, I man. I, I mean, I'll, I'll take it, but I also won't take it because it I, was unintentional. That feels a little bit more natural. I, earlier in the year, this is a quick tangent, I apologize, but I was really trying to uh, to to normal to... Make it the norm to sign off your emails with you beauty. <laughs> because I'm like, I'm so sick of these like, oh, in these trying times and, and oh, it's a crazy world, isn't it? Signed Dave. Yeah. Just you beauty, Dave. And it, this is, what a time to be alive where there's a pandemic and people are worried about their email signatures <laughs> and ensuring that like, hey, we're here for you. We're oh. the insurance company that you pay every year because you're scared of losing your possessions. But we just want to say that we're here for you in this time. We're in this together. We only care about your mental health because it reflects upon us how we care. Yeah. I, I like the idea of your new uh, email signature because it lets, lets people take a break from the monotony of... <laughs> corporations caring for us or at least pretending was, to care for us it's a nice little vacation as you read in your holidays like, oh, oh oh nice little chuckle there you beauty oh dave's a bit of a larrikin <laughs> I'll, I'll reply to him in three three business days <laughs> uh it's a, another one along the lines of that would be um you know uh i guess signing off you bloody ripper <laughs> <laughs> i love it i love it they're just a cheeky yeah. This is how we express our personality in this day yeah. and age is we we wear silly socks and we change up our, our email signatures. Mm. What a, what quirky people we are. Yeah. <laughs> onto the onto the Christmas thing. Um yeah, the, sorry. No, no, that was a great tangent, Dave. I loved it. I <laughs> totally loved it worth our time. It was. <laughs> um but on the gift thing, you know, when you finally do break these sort of sexist stereotypical articles and you you know put you put in tech or gadgets or something like that then you get all these lists of essentially news outlets saying hey like look at all these cool gifts but then they're bloody they're sponsored by the the makers of those mm. gifts mm. so yeah. you know these the the tech giants are sponsoring this article because they're sending the editors and things like that free shit mm-hmm. and of course the editor is going to be like hey like i don't know this brand gave me this thing that's yeah, all right here it is it's oh. go buy it for your tech mum it's it's rampant on um, Instagram as well. Like, there's a few sort of like uh, pages that I follow that are kind of hobby related, mm. and and they'll. I mean, everyone would have had this experience where you know uh, an influencer posts a story and they're like, "Oh, everyone's been asking my blank," and it'll be like the 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 typical one at the moment is like skincare routine. People have been asking me about about my skincare routine. First of all, no one's asking that. No one cares. But it'll just be a nice little easy way to plug a product. Yeah. Like, oh, everyone's been asking me about my camp chair setup. Well, tell you what, the uh, the U Beauty Deluxe 250 is the greatest camping cushion for my butt. <laughs> and it's just this really hollow paid promotion. Yeah. 
Okay, I, I kind of stand on both lines with this because I completely get that those influencers uh, uh, marketing goods is obviously fake and shit. Mm-hmm. But I'm also on the other side where I, I run like a small little car page. And oh, yeah. I've, st- I've kind of kicked back into that and I just post like people's cars and things like that and a few people follow me. Mm. And I'm on this separate like uh, app and essentially it connects you with company and then they pay you to do a post exactly that's like right, this. Right. That's where, you know, all of these people are getting, you know, their connections with companies to then promote these posts and promote these products. And it's funny because you're so against it until you're on the other side and then you're <laughs> like, oh, I can make a bit of cash because I've got this little page going. But, a bit of, bit of moolah. Yeah. But, but I mean, it's, it's nice when it's... I don't know where the line is on this, but it's nice when it's honest. Like, say you've developed a product that makes driving cars 10% easier. And you're like, I want to reach some people. I'm just going to hit up some influencers. And like, yeah, I'm kind of like manipulating people just a little bit, but I'm also giving them a product that's going to make them their lives a bit better. Mm. That's kind of cool. But then you've got like tech giants coming in that are just like no ethical considerations. We want to push some numbers here. We want to sell some shit. Yeah. I recently saw there was a power tool company that um, was saying, hey, we want people to like show that they're doing some like DIY stuff. Oh. Um, while this pandemic's in full swing. And funny enough, like I um, I finally moved out of the share house and I was like, I'm going to get my own like tools. I'm going to buy all my own tools so, yeah. you know, I can actually have, you know, these things are mine. They're my responsibility. I'm not borrowing my housemate's tools every two seconds mm. and then constantly paranoid about if I break it, oh shit. I've got to pay for them and then I don't have a tool. Yeah, well, it's actually pay for it because I mean, if you break your own tools, obviously you're paying for it again. But there's so much more to it when you're breaking someone else's stuff. Yeah. Because then you've got that moral culpability kind of yeah kind of going on in your head. You're like, oh no. But then, but then, like replacing the tool, you're basically paying for a new tool, but you're still only renting it because you're giving it back to the person. Yeah, very much so. Uh, but this, you know, I actually bought these brand, this this brand of tools. Oh. Yeah, just just like a couple of months ago when I moved out of the share house. Okay. So I saw them doing this. I was like, hell yeah. I literally own these tools. I've already recommended them for free to other people. <laughs> I might as well get a kickback. Yeah. Well, they're That's like, a good point. Yeah, they're yeah. like half the price of some of the other brands and they're actually pretty decent. <laughs> James, is this a paid presentation? It's starting to feel like a paid presentation. <laughs> I have not mentioned their name and I'm not going to because they haven't paid me extra. Yeah. But, <laughs> but um, no, I, like, I actually have recommended these things because they come with like a pretty like good warranty they're very reasonably priced and they haven't let me down like i have been using them on the car and stuff like that they help me you know do some things on the beamer and do some things on the mazda and it's been really good it's been really convenient and then for them to say hell yeah we you know we'd love you to post this they essentially just paid for half of my tools that i bought from them hey that's not bad at all yeah i was very stoked about that and i was like well it's a brand that i actually would recommend for free yeah so i don't feel ethically wrong about this yeah well see that's good too i just assume you'd get like one cent per view or something you know like yeah no like streaming yeah youtube and streaming it works that way but this one being like instagram or facebook they'll just give you a flat fee based on as you have oh yep yep yep. yeah um and you then you look at this like this intermediary app that connects you with these businesses yeah they give you like a hey here's how much you can charge per post based on how many followers you have and you just got to think, someone like uh, Kanye, who would have millions of followers, mm. think of how much they could charge. Yeah. 
just license to print money, really. Yeah. It's like, I think this, um, I don't think this app deals with Kanye directly or anyone, <laughs> you know, with a similar fan base. Yeah, yeah. But they were suggesting that you could charge like $10,000 a post. Yeah, right. Yeah, 10 grand. You, you, you put one little image on your social media. That's insane. But then I, I like I, I get and it, and you're right? making like, enough money to buy like an AU Falcon, an AU Falcon <laughs> for like ten minutes. Look, work. an AU Falcon will go for ten grand at the moment. Yeah, they will. They've Co- gone up in price, Dave. Oh, it's I'm furious. So many missed opportunities of five hundred dollar filth cans that I just walked past. Yeah, I know. My car, like I, I I've been trying to look at cars just because I'm bored, and it's a weird thing that. I can't help but do. I do it every day. Oh, I get you. I feel you, it's man. Such a like, I feel like such an old man, like reading the trading post. <laughs> and it's like, it's what, like, what's he asking? Oh, he's dreaming. Uh, tell him he's dreaming. But it's always like, I don't, I don't even need these things. But I just browse. Yeah. I don't know why. It's like, it's like going on the pokies. I'm like, oh yeah, cool. Yeah. Oh, maybe I might see a five hundred dollar filth can today. Um, but yeah, like I was looking at all these cars. I'm like, these are way overpriced. I remember like a couple of years ago, I could get, you know, these kinds of models for a lot cheaper. And, um, I was just like, man, this sucks. I can't, there's no bargains. The pokies aren't paying out. But then I looked at my model car. Cause like, I haven't been looking at my model car cause I own one. Yeah. Well, you suddenly stop looking as soon as you own it. Cause you're like, yeah. I don't need to know. You don't look at it until you sell it and then you're like oh okay that's yeah that's yeah it's changed a, in value yeah mm. well to, to get an idea of how much to sell it and i'm seeing like my model car being sold with similar k's to what i've got now like priced more expensive than when i first bought my car like three years ago mm. does that make sense yeah yeah, yeah no, it does make sense I, I didn't explain that very well no no uh because i i'm a i'm an idiot and i own three vehicles um <laughs> I get so many questions like, James, how do you own three vehicles? I'm like, well, I don't have a mortgage. I don't have children. I don't have pets. They are your children. Yeah, they, they are, are my children. Pets. And yes, you know, they're expensive, but they also bring me a lot of happiness. So you just kind of find a way yeah. and you kind of like, I don't, uh, I think my girlfriend gets asked this a lot. Like, how does James have three vehicles? And she just say, like, she's very blunt about it and just says the truth. Like, he literally doesn't buy anything else for himself. <laughs> yeah, like every, yeah. every bit of money is going towards insurance, rego, uh, well, some of them are, you know, old vehicles, so they require parts all the goddamn time. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. fuel. But it's yeah, it's a hobby. It's a passion. It brings you joy. Why not? Yeah, but it is interesting during these COVID times that money, uh, or oh, money, <laughs> the prices, I should say, <laughs> yeah. for these vehicles are going up instead of going down. I thought people would just be like, "Oh shit, I'm out of work. I need to sell this, you know, this car that's yeah. worth." 15k for 10 because i need the cash to pay rent yeah, yeah but no yeah. it's gone the other way it's a 15 car opposite. 15k car is now 20k or 25k it is well i actually i wonder how much of those are actually selling for that price because there'd be yeah. a few people who are like probably preemptively going in six months i might need to pay rent mm. so i'll put this up now for an extra five grand and then like people who are going through like i wonder how much i could sell my car for see all of those ads that are five grand more and they're like oh cool I'll sell my car because why not? Worst case scenario, I like end up making money on it somehow. Mm. Yeah, for sure. it's exactly that. It's um, I I've seen a lot of car ads come up where they're obviously asking more um, than it was worth. You know, in what maybe December last year or January this year, mm. and it's now you know the the market is getting just pushed further and further, and everyone's commenting. You know, when it's like a Facebook marketplace or a Gumtree. You know, I think people are commenting and they're yeah, sharing yeah, and yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. what the hell is happening to these prices? This is my favorite. I'm actually, I'm, in, I'm starting to enjoy this. So like, like, like 
we were saying before, like you just, you browse through car ads. I don't know what it is. I feel like you hit a certain age as a male, till, not always, but typically, and you just start like browsing cars. If you're a car mm. guy, you'll start browsing it. I know friends who are like musicians and they just browse through like guitar sales and stuff. I don't know what it is. It's just, it's again, the old boy reading the trading post. That's what I relate it to. But a bit of joy from this now is that you see these Facebook groups where they're selling stuff and people are just absolutely roasting the sellers in the comments. Yeah. Like, this car is not worth that. This guitar is not worth that price. Yeah. You are a pelican. <laughs> you are dreaming. Yeah, very much so. It's, um, I see, because I've, I've got an old BMW now. It's a 1990s BMW. And, you know, I bought that for, uh, what did I pay? for? 4700 or something like that. Yeah, right. Back, you know, a year ago now. That is a bargain. It is a bargain. That was a bargain at that time by, you know, maybe three, four hundred bucks. So it would have been worth five grand then. Yeah. But now similar BMWs of that era have gone up. And like I've, I've got the bloody convertible. So they've, they've not done as amazingly in terms of prices. But the, what do you mean? They haven't gone up as much. They've gone up, but just not as much as the coupes, the two-door hardtop coupe. Oh. Yeah, so same motor, okay. same year, roughly same Ks with a manual transmission, um, but the hardtop, you know, coupe two-door instead of the convertible two-door, they've gone from something that was, you know, worth like, what, four to five grand uh, two years ago hmm. to now being worth sort of anywhere between eight and 15. Oof. Yeah. So doubled at minimum. That is insane. It's really, really crazy that this has happened. Um, whether and it goes back to the original question that you said, are they selling? I, I have no idea, but you definitely see some go. Well, that's the thing. Like if you if you watch it closely enough, there was there was a period of time there where I was genuinely looking to buy something, mm. and when you start doing that, you kind of keep a close eye on you know the ads that pop up because you know if a good one pops up, it'll go within a couple hours, especially if you're looking at like a car that's in high demand. And I've seen a few of those, like an ad will pop up and I'll be like, well, that's a good price. I might check that after lunch. Gone. Yeah. And so that's definitely what's happening is like, there's all these overpriced ones. So when you see a cheap one pop up, boom, gone. It's foot in the door technique. Someone puts a yeah, car yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. worth $4,000, you know, 12 months ago up for eight. But it, then someone else lists one for six. Everyone's like, oh, six is such a good deal. Yeah. In these yeah, yeah. trying times. <laughs> so yeah, like I guess... You need a mate with the same make and model as your car, uh, with like similar Ks and you know options and things like that. And then they put it up for ten grand more than it's worth, and then you put yours up for five grand. Yeah, 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 yeah. So then someone comes through and says, "Oh man, what? This one's five grand cheaper, but it's got all the same, you know, bells and whistles." Bargain. Yeah. Snap it up. Um, it leads you, me. You, you've got to be careful not to go too cheap, though. Yeah, I've, I've yeah. posted things up for too cheap. I remember like a couple of years ago when uh, uh, you were part of this sale too. I sold one of my mowers. So I was moving from a house to a unit. And I was we, like, we were on our way to radio and we had to drop the mower off to some bloke <laughs> yeah, yeah. who you almost had to pay for him to take it. Yeah, he just, I don't know what it was, but I like, I was, I was so fed up. I was like trying to sell all this stuff and I was just dealing with pelicans from Gumtree. Cause you were downsizing in house. So you didn't have the space. It was literally like, I need this guy. Yeah, I have to get rid of this. So I like, I, I don't know, maybe it was like a $500 mower. I actually have no idea, but the it point was a nice mower, I will say that. Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> as it was, I'm getting older, I'm appreciating mowers <laughs> more and more. <laughs> uh, I put it up for like 150 bucks, which was like way underpriced. That was the point. Right? I was like, I want to get rid of this. Mm. I did it with a couple of guitars. I put a guitar up for like 50 bucks. 
and I had people like, I'll pay you a hundred bucks. And I was like, it's already sold. Like the point was to get rid of it really quick. I'll, I'll give you 150. It's already gone, man. I'll give you 200. <laughs> I'll give you $200 to go get it from that other person and bring it to me, which actually that's not a bad deal. That's not a bad um, deal at all. But I remember like dropping it off and the guy was like, this is in really good condition. And I was like, yes, I know. He's like, has it got any problems? No, it doesn't. And he was like, look, he was so perplexed. He's I think so sus on you. His Why is this cheaper than I expect? His assumption was probably that I stole it. Yeah. Because he was fair. like, this is a this is a great mower. This is a great price. Where's the catch? And I'm like, I just need to get rid of it. Just yeah. take it. I get where he's coming from, though, in the fact that you see something less than you expect. And you're like, oh, this is hot as. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. But I mean, like, hot mowers. Like, <laughs> it's not exactly. That sounds like a dad magazine you'd find in the back shed. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this two-stroke. Ooh. See how she uses so much fuel. The 150cc <laughs> motor. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, look, what's rule 34? Is it rule 34 of the internet? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. if you can think of it, there's pornography there's, there's about porn it. There's porn of it, yeah. There's definitely a Honda mower porn section. Oh, I, I don't want to look for that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it does make you sus. And it's, you know, you think someone's pulling your leg or it's, you know, it is stolen. Um, I remember going to buy a dirt bike ages ago. I think we've talked about this on the podcast or on radio before. Oh, I don't know. We've like we've definitely talked about it. Um, I don't know if it was on air. And there was a dirt bike going, and it was pretty reasonably priced uh, for what it was. It was old. Um, had been a farm bike for you know its entire life, so it hadn't had rego, but it could be registered. So I was mm. like, "You beauty, let's you know, let's go see this." Anyway, yeah. uh, got the VIN number from the bloke, and then ran it through one of those you know two dollar online checks that just tells you if it's stolen, written off, um, yeah, or has like finance owing. And yeah, exactly that. It was bloody stolen. Um, I think the guy actually didn't know because he seemed very genuine. Yeah, he wasn't trying to push it on me. It wasn't like so absurdly cheap that he was trying to like offload it. Mm. And he was out in the middle of you know nowhere. Like, I had to drive a good, like, two hours to go see this the next morning. Um, but thanks to that $2, I just saved, like, 20 bucks in fuel. And so much hassle. Yeah. Where you could... Yeah, you'd probably lose the money, too. But I, I think this guy was just a, an unfortunate, like, middleman. He had bought yeah. this bike, you know, seven years ago or something like that from someone else that had stolen it. And then he's never registered it, so he's never bothered actually running the, the VIN yeah. number. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then now that he's gone to sell it that he's, you know, probably getting a bit too old for bikes or something like that he's gonna have it confiscated under the bloody well that sucks uh, too right? obtaining yeah. stolen goods or whatever it's called oh, I didn't think of it like that yeah unlucky yeah what do you do I mean I'm a bit naive with all that I kind of just assume like if I have a you know five minute chat with a person I'm like oh yeah they're probably not stolen I'll just risk it I don't know why it's worked for me so far. <laughs> Look fair. Uh, I want to go to a story that will kind of links into just what we're talking about. Uh, just what we're talking about. Wow. English. That made sense. Just what we were talking about. Yeah. Yeah, that works. Okay. All right. Um, <laughs> it's uh, in terms of values of like vehicles, There's a, there was a story that came up just the other day um, of these guys trying to sell a Holden Astra. Oh, that's going to be difficult. Yeah. And this is this is actually around in Queensland. I just saw um, a post about it this morning because someone spotted the car, and I was like, "Holy shit!" There's got to be a story behind this. Anyway, there is, mm. and we'll we'll get into it because the cars had some modifications. I'm intrigued. So these YouTube guys, um, oh, what's their names? Michael and Marty, or Marty and Michael, or something like that. Ah, uh, um, yes, yes. 
Do you know of these guys? I think so. Yeah. Are these the guys that also uh, they'll they'll release content and then shortly after the cars that they work on will skyrocket in value? No, no, no. That's Mighty Car Mods. What are their names? Uh, Marty and Moog. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Moog, Mike. Yeah. Little side note about that. That totally happens because they buy a car. Millions of people see it around the world and they're like, that is an awesome car. I'm going to buy one. And then that boosts the value up as well. Yeah, yeah. Mighty Car Mods uh, say that that doesn't happen. I'm talking about like the comments. There's a lot of people that will say like, yeah, that the, the tax from that video. Mm added on top but it makes sense they're very popular guys now so anything they buy immediately you know you want that because it's like oh shit like i didn't know this car really existed before they sort of put it on uh put on display and now there's a tutorial on how to do it up yeah exactly but going back to this other one these they run like i guess it's it's kind of like a youtube channel and it's got a bunch of um prank videos and like just (laughs) random skits and things like that that they do yeah okay um and a couple of vlogs and things like that they're a bit uh mixed but this one thing that they did, they had a Holden Astra. It must be like oh, early to mid 2000s kind of thing. It's you definitely you're like your mum's owned it or your P platers owned it. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, can, I can picture it now in my head. Yeah, it's it's not like a super expensive car, but it, it will bloody get you to A to A to B. Yeah. And you know, have work and aircon and things like that, and it will. I don't. I don't know what Astras you're driving. <laughs> <laughs> These criteria haven't been met in in my experience. <laughs> Look, uh, you know. Fair. Anyway, this one does get you to A to B, um, but essentially they tried to offload it, and it's they they go into the car dealerships around the area, and it's always the used car dealers that will offer you absolutely nothing for it. Chump change. Yeah. So offer your, offer your peanuts. They've gone to a few different dealerships and they said, hey, like here, here it is, you know, it's got this and this and this. Here's the Ks. What will you give us for it? Like here, you know, at this, you know, right at this second. And they'll, the dealers are just like nothing. <laughs> like we will give you nothing for that. Yeah. It's got a few dings. It has seen, you know, a lot of war stories. Um, and I just don't think I could sell it. So we're not taking that on onto our lot at this point in time. Mm. And they're like, shit, okay. One one guy actually did offer them uh, 500 bucks. Ooh. Yeah, which is not much because you think, uh, I don't know what the going rate for Astra's is at the moment, but it's probably a little bit more than 500 bucks. Oh, hmm. <laughs> this, this, this reminds me of that time I tried to... Um, sell a Gemini. S- yeah, sell my Isuzu Gemini, <laughs> which is a car that doesn't exist anymore. It's from a country that doesn't exist. <laughs> Put it in H. We went to the wreckers and I was like, oh, can I, can I just drop this off for scrap? And yeah, they're like, ah, oh, no. No. We, it's, it's, we don't even want the steel. And then we had to go to some backyard wreckers. Some oh. guy just, some 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 Aussie battler just having a go. I still remember what he looked like. He was wearing a filthy singlet and gym shorts that he... he... No, he was wearing footy shorts. They, oh. were, they were very short and yeah. he was wearing no underwear. <laughs> And like footy shorts don't have pockets, and and I'm like, can you take this car? And he's like, oh, I can only give you fifty bucks. Here's here's some receipts of a, a Camry that I bought for fifty bucks. I'm like, I don't care. I was like, he, I'll pay you to take it. And he and went he, inside and he got more receipts to show us, and I'm like, to prove that he's gotten worse cars. Oh no, better cars for less money. Yeah, and, and I'm it's like, like, we're not here for this, man. I don't, I don't care. Take the car. Can you just take it? I bought it for nothing. I got my use out of it. Please take it. And so he pulls out like a, a scrunched up $50 note from inside his footy pants, which I don't, I had to disinfect it. I just, where was it coming from? There's only one kind of wallet that would fit in a pack, in a pair of footy shorts. And that's the prison wallet. Yep. That's it. So. Nature's wallet. It was just one dirty $50 note. 
anyway. I mean, fifty dollars is a lot of money, but like not for a Gemini. <laughs> no, <laughs> not for a, a working vehicle. <laughs> I mean, barely working. I but. mean, that guy. He got a whole working car with, I think, a still a little bit of registration left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The registration was more than that $50. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. This I is mean, the Moa story all over again. It is, yeah. I've been, I've been conned out of a lot of, <laughs> a lot of items for not much money. But not, go- not a good businessman. Yeah. Going back to this, uh, these two <laughs> blokes, uh, they've obviously seen this offer of 500 bucks, and they said, you know, no, that's not exactly what we had like i i would oh, think okay. that astra's a bit more i would think it's more sort of like the five grand range it seems like you know oh okay it seems like a p platers like first car you know little runabout yeah thing. yeah like not super amount of money but still enough that it's like it's it's a working car and hacks yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two, two criteria it works has airbags <laughs> um so these guys have actually said how can we modify this and literally pump money into it because a lot of the time you put mods oh. on cars and then it actually doesn't do anything to the value. No. You put, you know, $1,000 worth of suspension in the car. You put, um, you know, $1,000 wheels on it. You um, put a $500 head unit in it. That, none of that adds money to the car. No. In no. fact, I, a lot of people look at this car um, and would say, you've modified it, you've changed the suspension, I'm going to give you less money because I don't trust you. Yeah, 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 because you've fiddled with it, I'm going to have to fix it later. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, oh, whatever. And that's that's just how the marketplace is. So these guys have said, what kind of mods can we do to this car that aren't going to devalue it and aren't going to keep it the same sort of money? What are, What's going to increase the that's, value? I can tell you now that's a short list. That's a very short list. Well, do you want to know what they've done? Yes. They've, <laughs> they've gone to a bank and... They uh, asked the bank for $2,000 worth of five-cent coins. Yeah. And they've glued the five-cent coins to the outside of the vehicle. Oh, yes. So, essentially, they're, what they've done, $2,000, five-cent coins, took the bank three days to get them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they had to go back in three days, pick up all the coins. Up. It was 40,000 coins. My God. And then they essentially paid six of their mates to spend three full days gluing these five-cent coins. Did they the... pay them in five-cent coins? I'm not sure, to be honest. Well, then they would have had less coins to are put you, on the car. Are you allowed to do this? No, this I don't illegal, think you isn't are. It? It's like defacing money or something ridiculous. That's, I haven't seen any comments or any like news articles or any follow-up from these guys saying, oh, the police got us. They got us for yeah, this like, you know, the, uh, defacing money thing. The, the kind of law that you would have to read... To, to prove that this is illegal is probably written in some old English so you wouldn't be able to read it anyway <laughs> turns out it's like, just, the law is just in like Shakespeare's Hamlet yeah, it's just yeah. in like you know the middle so, of the the bloody play <laughs> and you should not deface money someone did the 19 like early 1900s version of copy pasted but they just put Shakespeare's work in there to make it look <laughs> like they just to boost the word count yeah I've, I've done this with um my uh, tool belt at work it was like falling to pieces so mm. I've used like a couple of five cent coins as like washers and, oh, then, yeah. and then riveted parts of the, the tool belt back together. Yeah, like technically, I that that would be defacing the money. Because like if you get a washer from Bunnings, I don't know. I feel like five oh, cents probably be more than the five cents. Oh, you'd have to buy a pack of them for like two dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I got to drive to Bunnings. I've got five cents right here. I'll just drill a hole in it. Mm. Yeah, I I like. There's the you know the odd. Uh, one or two five cents that have definitely gone to other uses, you know, just by your your humble punter. <laughs> but 
These guys put 40,000 of them on a car. And I'm like, holy... 40,000 is a lot. I reckon they would have had heaps left over, surely. No. No. Well, according to the video, they got it bang on. Oh, good on them. Yeah. I don't know if they that did would, the... That would have been a heavy vehicle by the oh, end of it. Oh, yeah. Well, how much, does a, how much does a regular five-cent coin weigh? <laughs> That's the new how long is a piece of string. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, mate. How, long is a, how, how much does a five-cent piece weigh? <laughs> well, well, then multiply that by 40... Thousand, thousand, um, and you've got this extra amount of weight. But anyway, they went back to the same dealers that um, shunned them a week before, <laughs> and uh, yeah, a lot of them had a good, good chuckle at it. I'd like, have a good giggle. Yeah. I'd, I'd give them an extra hundred bucks for the laugh. Well, one guy offered ten bucks straight there, and I was like, "Oh, done deal." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Two grand into ten bucks. Yeah, business, business, and three full e- days with six people putting the coins on. Economics. Yeah, Wolf of Wall Street Stonks. type stuff there. So- um, well, one of the blokes actually said no initially, and then called them back um, later that day and said, "Hey, like, can I just have another look at that car?" Anyway, he said, I'll give you, uh, what did he say? I'll give you two grand, but you have to pull all the coins off the car and then put them in a bag and have it inside the car. So he's paying for the coins. He's paying for the coins. Yeah. yeah. Quality stitch up. Quality stitch up. Um, it, it looks ridiculous. This car is actually, uh, this is how I found it. It was on uh, uh, social media this morning. Someone had seen the car just like driving around and taken a couple of uh, photos of it. And they're like, what the hell is this? And it wasn't until I read the comments, I was like, ah, oh, it's linked to this news article saying um, that they've done it in an attempt to literally boost the value and it has not worked. It'd have to be a hazard on the road for sure. Like, you know, when people... Remember that trend of people putting crystals on their rear view mirror as a decoration? Oh, that seems dangerous. Yeah. I don't remember this, but that seems oh, danger. I don't know. It's just can reflect light in every different direction blind you while you're driving but imagine that but it's a car covered in five cent pieces and super reflective <laughs> i don't think it's a great idea but you know we've uh we've had different sorts of ideas um look we should probably end it there this has been james and dave for uh, another episode um the, since the reunion tour the reunion tour the farewell i hope that there's not another seven months between our next episode and now Fingers crossed. I mean, seven days max. Let's call it there. Yeah. I reckon we'll come in, reevaluate. I think that would be quite a good idea. But you've been listening to James and Dave. This is static. Uh, look, share this episode around if you had a little bit of chuckle or don't share it. It's, it's up to you. We're not your mum. Uh, <laughs> till next time, I guess. Bye. See ya. Big shout out to Tom Tom for letting us use his song Dirty Dozen in the intro and outro today. Go check him out.